You're listening to Multiversal You Podcast. I'm Andrea. In this episode, I discuss the repercussions of a legalistic belief system, plus the gift of Jesus that's often overlooked. Coming up next. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning into my show. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode because today we're going to build upon that foundation. I'd like to remind each of you to listen with an open mind and only take what resonates. I'd also like to state that I'm only highlighting the obstacles that come from a religious mindset. If you belong to a church and it's helping you become the person you prefer to be, then great. Do whatever helps you to get to the next level of enlightenment, but be open to other avenues of growth throughout your journey. Again, may the God of truth open your hearts and minds to receiving this message so that it can flourish in due season. In the last show, I shared how the physical world you see comes from your consciousness each of us having unique experiences within a shared simulation. Every soul that gives this life a go understands this one truth. This matrix is nothing more than a blank canvas. What I mean by that is, we know there are land masses such as mountains, canyons, beautiful plains, animal life forms that populate the wild vast oceans filled with sea creatures. Your consciousness gives all of those things meaning. Nothing is good or bad until the individual says it is. Each label you assign to an object or person reveals a hidden truth about yourself. After all, this is your consciousness you are experiencing. The reason you're here is to grow and expand. The only way to do that is to understand why you are the way you are and what improvements need to be made. The animals you come across, the people in your life, every single thing exists to help you achieve that one goal. The aim is to get to a place where you view everything as neutral, because then you would see things as they truly are without fear or judgment clouding your vision. You'll be able to look past the veil and view situations from a higher perspective. You can think of yourself as a nesting doll. Those little wooden dolls that are stacked within one another, usually with a beautifully painted woman on each layer. The smallest piece located at the center represents a soul that is veiled. Their view is extremely limited, whereas the largest piece can see what's going on within each level. The more you hold on to a legalistic view of spirit, the more short-sighted you become. This is why my audience is not those who have committed their lives to sacred laws. If God himself appeared in human form, 
they wouldn't be able to see him because they can't possibly fathom anything beyond their noses. And that's okay. They're living a life that's right for them. A harder, more limiting one, but that's obviously what they prefer. I'm not here to hold arguments or win anyone over. I'm simply here to provide another perspective to those who are opened and are searching. For those of you that follow the podcast, you know I used the Bible to build my foundation of truth, but I most certainly didn't stop there. I'm always open to hearing from all spiritual views with only one prerequisite. They must be centered in unconditional love. If love isn't present, then the only thing left is hate. You've heard it said, wolves in sheep's clothing. It's speaking about those that instill fear to gain followers. They present God as this controlling, angry being who demands nothing short of perfection and is quick to destroy those who aren't. I liken it to a used car salesman trying to hawk a lemon. The only one that benefits from that transaction is the salesman. He doesn't give a second thought about the people he's hurting because he comes out on top and that's all that matters to him. Unconditional love is not self-seeking because it sees itself as a part of all creation. It watches for an invitation before it offers guidance because it respects your freedom to choose. Should you decide to walk away from it, it patiently waits for your return and welcomes you back with no judgment. A legalistic mind is a sign of spiritual immaturity. A child is incapable of making sound decisions on their own. They think only in the moment because they lack the experience to see how their actions affect themselves and others further down the timeline. We, the parents, are to guide and train them up to be young adults that can successfully navigate their way to a prosperous life. We do that with rules and regulations. Now, I'm speaking to the majority of children. There are some very mature kids who show signs of wisdom and integrity. They most likely are advanced souls who are here to usher in a new way of life, but most children require the guidance of rules to steer them in the right direction. The restrictions we give our kids are temporary training wheels. Eventually, they get to a certain age where they will have the freedom to make their own choices. They'll always have their childhood as a reference point, but it's up to them to build upon that foundation. The most infamous being to show us how to do this was Jesus. He came teaching unconditional love and freedom from religious law, but he wasn't the first, nor was he the only one. He is, however, the most revered because of the way he chose to depart. His death played a pivotal role in tilting the scale within humanity back towards the light. One look at his works that were recorded, and it's easy to see why so many love him. The countless miracles he performed for anyone who asked. The mercy he imparted to those who were labeled as unworthy by sacred law. These acts of unconditional love did not merit the inhumane punishment the church brought upon him. 
You don't need to be tuned in with your spirit to see just how dark the souls of mankind can be. Our history is stained with the blood of countless prophets and ascended masters who were sent to elevate our hearts. Gruesome forms of punishment and other heinous acts that were done to people who didn't align with religious beliefs. The desire to see one suffer for their unorthodox behavior still runs rampant today. We demand individuals to pay for expressing their truths in unconventional ways, and what's worse, we want to witness it. Jesus' story speaks to our hearts because deep down we know if the world did that to someone we aspire to be, then what will it do to us? His life proves that it doesn't matter how good you are. People will find ways to hate and even kill you for the sake of quote-unquote righteousness. The truth of the matter is, if he was here in physical form today, many of his followers would call him a blasphemer and treat him exactly how they did back then, because they can't see past their own pride. Religion does an excellent job with teaching behavior modification. When fear of punishment is present, it conditions a person to hide their perceived flaws. Why? Because they focus on everything they can't do, which makes the desire to do them stronger. That's the law of attraction. Whatever you give attention and energy to is what you'll manifest in your life. And honestly, the people who are quick to condemn others do it to draw attention away from themselves. It's the old Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Which, I feel sorry for them. They have locked themselves inside a prison with no walls. If only they had removed the blindfold from their eyes, then they would have realized they had the freedom to leave all along. Another enlightened being known to the world as Apostle Paul said it best, Even now, when the law is taught, a veil covers their hearts. There was a great falling away from the church that is prophesied in the Bible, but of course it's written as a negative to instill fear. However, the souls of earth are starting to embrace the liberty that comes through spiritual awakening and the unconditional love it imparts. Love covers a multitude of shortcomings and weaknesses. No one is exempt from either of those categories, and I don't view that as a bad thing. It's okay to dip in and out of temptations or overindulge in pleasures, because after a while, you will learn this truth. When one dabbles in extremes, they give their free will to whatever has grabbed their attention and becomes its slave. Don't misunderstand. The ability to do whatever you want is an illusion of freedom. That's an excuse people use when they don't want to put any work in improving themselves. True spiritual freedom is the ability to choose not to do something. If you can't say no to something or someone, then you are not free. Going through hardships such as addiction is the only way most of us learn that lesson. What matters most 
is that you emerge as a beautiful, rare diamond. At least then, the quality of your spirit would have increased and all the pressure and heat wouldn't have been in vain. I'd like to remind those that find themselves in this category that you are loved. Your life has meaning. It doesn't matter how you got to where you are. The light is waiting for you at the end of that tunnel. All you have to do is ask and help will come. The law is devoid of mercy and grace and doesn't lend a hand to pull you out of troubled waters. For those who think that it produces righteousness, then this also stands true for you. The law is perfect, and anyone who steps in front of it must also reflect perfection. The only people Jesus ever reprimanded were the religious groups who placed restrictions on believers, while they themselves never bothered to uphold them. A true follower of God triumphs in their own trials so that they can jump back into the trenches to help others because they understand how people get tangled up in situations and lose their way. True power does not need the threat of force. Why would it? If God was unhappy with you, you wouldn't exist. It's that simple. Why prod you along with the hopes of you making it to heaven as if he doesn't already know your outcome? You think he can't see all the things you do in secret? You think he can't hear the anger, pride, lust, and greed within your heart because you don't speak it out loud? As I stated earlier, you give everything in this world meaning. If you deem something wrong, it will ignite a desire within the body. Once consumed, it produces heavy weights of shame, guilt, and judgment. In a previous episode, I mentioned how the mind and body work in tandem. Your mind focuses on whatever it perceives as a lack, which means if you tell yourself you can't have something, the mind sends out a signal to the body that there's a need to fill. It'll run past memories of how good it was when you last had it, always omitting the bad parts, of course. And once your willpower surrenders to the craving, your mind schemes up a plan to get it without others noticing, lest someone see you and call you a sinner. Take a moment to really think about that. Had you never told yourself that you couldn't have something because you labeled it as bad, it wouldn't have been a problem. From this perspective, you can see just how important the labels you give to objects and people are. Be mindful, then, how you choose to identify creation within your life. Understand that past experiences shape your perceptions of everything in your world. It's your job to seek the why behind your thinking. God's eyes are the only ones that matter, and that's the good news. He's not judging you unworthy or falling short like religion does. You were made from his very own consciousness. There is no separation between him 
and us. Why would he call himself worthless and destroy a piece of himself? I don't care how often my toddler disobeys me when I tell him not to do something. Nothing he could ever do would make me want to subject him to an eternity of excruciating pain and suffering. I'm not wired to even consider something so cruel, because God's not wired that way. It's insane how many people are okay with that type of logic. But that's exactly why Jesus chose to depart the way he did. The church was so afraid of losing its power over the masses that it murdered the purest of souls that only ever gave love. His death shined a light on the heart of religion and exposed the darkness in order to move us towards a higher form of consciousness, one that's devoid of fear, judgment, pride, and division. We took spiritual tools that were meant to be a guide so that we could avoid pain and unnecessary hardships and turned them into instruments of power and control. It's time to grow out of your training wheels and experience life from a more mature mindset. You are undoubtedly free to make choices, to make mistakes. How else will you discover your strengths and weaknesses, what your true passion is? The light within you can never be diminished. If it did, you would cease to exist. I don't mean you would be damned to some awful place. I mean, the energy you are comprised of will return to God and released as something else entirely. But that, again, happens only by choice, which I'll discuss in greater detail at a later time. I understand that it's difficult to let go of certain beliefs and how scary it can feel. Be mindful, though, of the this or that mindset. You say, there are so many religions, they can't all be right. Yes, they can. No religion is 100% accurate, but they all hold the essence of God. They each showcase parts of him, Jesus, Shiva, Buddha, and others. They're all reflections of the same diamond. That's all I have for you today. If you like this message, please don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast. I cannot express how thankful I am for all the listeners breathing life into Multiversal You. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Until next time, love, peace, and light to you all.